What's up, homies? Welcome to 2020! <laughs> this Welcome. is Lau. This is Mark. Happy New Year and uh, I guess Happy Chinese New Year. It's happy more relevant. Happy Chinese New Year too. Oh my God. It's already be- February it's in the Roman calendar. Yes, in the year of our Lord. But it's fresh off Chinese and New Year. And Savior Shrek. <laughs> um, before we get started on the goofballery of the podcast, I think just really quickly I wanted to... Uh, have like a moment of like somber mood for the death of Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and uh, the other seven passengers in the helicopter crash that happened uh, last week was it yeah yes yeah. Um, last last Sunday yeah that was really tragic the world lost a uh, role model and a hero so maybe like a few seconds of silence for that okay now back to business happy new year everybody Five, check. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we just we, wanted to show our new new year <laughs> resolution yeah to make to, <laughs> to put a little bit more uh, character into this show um so mark what did you do for the new year how did you celebrate but either chinese or like, <laughs> like catholic new year <laughs> sorry not catholic but like non-chinese so um yeah it's been actually a while now i'm trying to like recall what happened yeah it's been a month i went to the christmas season with the regular um family events Mm -hmm. seeing both sides of the family um in between christmas and new year's i got to go to tokyo with my brother and my parents which was fun cold you know but enjoyable not like uh i don't think it was like, like uncomfortable i mean you have to wear a winter coat it's like the low single digits i don't think it reached zero but not to the point where if you have the right coat it feels like maybe like fall just a bit like heavier in terms of what you're wearing was it was there snow i don't think it snows in tokyo oh as far as i know oh okay well i obviously don't go or at least not like serious to to yeah stop people from coming i don't know sure um aside from that new year's i spent it back here it's usually a family thing. I don't really do that uh, going out after. It's just part of mm-hmm. the, my, like my family practices sure, or sure. culture. And then, yeah, I mean, pretty pretty standard stuff, I what guess. What about for Chinese New Year? Oh, for Chinese New Year, we usually, it's like Chinese New Year Eve was on a Friday, right? Yes. Um, usually we'll have like a dinner or something like that. But this year, um, my mom was out. She was in... Ilo Ilo I think so it was supposed to be me and my dad going up to like QC to see our other relatives on my dad's side um, he had left work at like 4pm which is down south in Laguna yeah. and we were supposed to meet like on Eslex Magallanes area mm-hmm. at about 5 to go to Manila I, yeah just so I meet him there I ride with at him five. No, well, you know, four to five. He yeah. g- ended up getting there at six. Oh. I ended up getting there at six. So yeah. he had already spent two hours. So he called yeah. it. He's like, let's go back. Also, Wei said we would take about another two hours oh, to get man. to the restaurant. It's He's like, rough. I don't like. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, he we just he just called my. If I'm going to spend two hours on the road, might as well be home after. Yeah, I just called my, my relatives and said, sorry. We usually eat lunch on Sundays anyway. So mm-hmm. we'll see you then. But like for today, it just doesn't look like it's it's yeah. a practical at this point for us to push forward yeah it was so traffic in fairness to look in at. the holidays it was yeah. crazy 
uh, uh, same here. But I did go out on New Year's Day. I mean, New Year's Eve, I guess. No, it was day already after the countdown. I guess, yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it w- that was fun. I got a little too drunk too soon, <laughs> and I had to be escorted back to my car. But uh, not driving. I don't, guess that's don't putting, drink it, putting it lightly. That was, I'm just not going to say the details anymore. There are a lot of friends I'm grateful for that helped me out that night. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christmas was good too. Spent that with family. Uh, got an iPhone, so that's cool. And uh, I also... What did I? What did I do? Oh, I celebrated my birthday. That's what I was oh, yeah. say. Oh yeah, it's it's February. A lot yeah, of shit yeah, happened. Yeah. A lot of shit happened. No fault uh, of the listeners at this point. No, we're just not no. very good. I'll admit, and we're just not. Uh, and, and I think it was also just like getting back in the rhythm of like for coming from vacation mode. Um, and, uh, that's what we say. Knowing <laughs> us, it'll be another month before the next episode no, comes out. No, and I'll no, be no. like, oh, you know. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, and is and that a new a Chinese New Year's resolution? Yes, that is my Chinese <laughs> New Year's resolution to have Your, more um, consistent. Uh, year of the it's year of the rat, I guess. Yes, yes. What what year are you? I'm year of the dog. Surprisingly, right? Yeah, because I was born in Jan. So you're 95, which. I'm 95. I'm year of the pig, technically. Yeah, but so we assume you're born you after are. Feb. Yeah, yeah. You were born before Chinese New yes, Year's. Yes, yes, I was. That's strange. Um, oh, uh, before we carry on with anything else, if you're listening to this episode, that means you are seeing the brand new cover art. Uh, this is made by our very good friend Kara. Shout out. Kara, Kara, at Kara the drawer is at her more more art based account. Mm-hmm. Um, she did the. The first one also. Yes, as in the very first uh, cover. The one in the podcast. The one in the podcast previously. now, yes. But but uh, she also, that was originally a cover for the first impression single uh, release yes. on Spotify. We just reuse, recycle. Yes. If, you, We're if very you look very closely, it says first impressions. <laughs> <laughs> this one says no one's homies. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get our shit together. Yes. Another Chinese New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, le- we uh, let's let's uh, let's change it up. You know, what I mean, since we started our podcast in Feb, most of these things are no longer valid for New Year's New Year's resolutions. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like we might still pull it off on the Chinese. This is New my Year's this is my um this is actually I forgot to say this. This is the start of season two. <laughs> of no one knows. Well, we did twenty one episodes of season one. Yeah. If based off that metric, that's pretty yeah. pretty standard for a thirty minute right. shows. So which we give you a lot not, of content. Which we are we give not. You the hour. Yes. We're not like Netflix giving you that eight. You know, <laughs> we we gave you a lot. We don't do three part mini series, bruh. <laughs> Unless we have a new concept. Yes. We we don't want to limit ourselves with that. I know, and I mean, there's so many <laughs> things I want to do with the. With the podcast, like I want to add a video co- uh, dimension, but you know everything will come in good time, people. Uh, but before uh, anything, uh, before we go to what we're consuming, I wanted to just test out this new segment we have. Not really a segment, but just a sound bit, which you already heard. <laughs> Yo, Mark, vibe check. Vibe check. Yeah, this is just us checking in on each other. You know, making sure everything is kosher. And uh, just seeing uh, what is the latest development in each other's lives. So it's like what we're consuming personally? Personally. Because <laughs> you can't, like, I don't think you can say you're consuming some things that we... Sure, sure. It's like, what are, you, what are we feeling? Yes, but, yes. But this sounds better. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think they'll hear that? 
Nah, we can edit that out. I'll delete that. Yeah. There was a snafu. Yeah. You won't hear it. You won't yeah. hear it. Oh, okay, so press it again. Five, check. Yeah, sorry. We just made this before starting the show. If this gets annoying, we'll edit it. No, we won't because <laughs> because we are we have artistic integrity. Uh, and it's like more effort than it's <laughs> than worth. it's worth at this point, you know. Um. So quick vibe check. Uh, I'll start because I actually had something in mind. Yo, I got back into jujitsu. Oh shit! Yeah, just yesterday. Just yesterday, I I found out that. There are open mats on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and there are classes on Mondays and Fridays for free, like for if you're a UFC member. Yes, yes. I think um, my brother, when he was still here, signed up for UFC, and he said that was one of like the perks. Dude, it's great because it the the free classes are the basic classes, but that's where Luigi D trains. So like, it's, oh, a, really? it's a bunch of killers there, bro. <laughs> so like, if if people just show up. And they know yeah. how, it, like, the, you can kind of... Yeah, and, like, I, dude, I got my ass whooped yesterday, but it's, like, I learned a lot, too. So, damn, I'm super hyped because it's so near the house, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Before I had to train in Katipunan, and, then like, there was a... there I had, like, this weird gym loyalty thing, but now it's, like, fuck it. <laughs> you need to train. It's more about yeah. that than yeah, where than, at this yes. point, right? Um. So, yeah, that's me. That's my latest development right now in terms of... uh. Uh, just what I'm doing new. What about you, bro? Um, coming off from last year, I really did stick to climbing. Still climbing strong. Yeah. Up here in 2020. He's looking a little more built, people. I don't know <laughs> if you can if you can see this or yeah, not. Um, of course you can't. It's an audio format. Without like without like trying to sound like bragging, it does really have. It has made me stronger mm-hmm. in terms of like upper body stuff. Doing mm-hmm. pull ups, you're like ooh. You feel strong every day. Like it's a good it's a good feeling. Yeah. We do it about three times a week right now. And you, I mean, for people who haven't gone, although I've seen a lot of people have been trying it, you know, mm-hmm. friends and people we know, um, spend about like three hours there on the weekdays, maybe four on a weekend, like a Saturday. And, you know, you just, you just get a good workout at the same time. It's always good vibes there. Um, it's not necessarily just physical, which I like yeah. in terms of like, you know, what I'm learning is also mental, pushing past, like being uncertain, mm-hmm. taking some risks. You fall, which scares you because some things do look scary. And then how you can work it out in a way that you are ready to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's safe, kind of yeah. to an extent. Yeah. You want to be safe. You don't want to yeah. risk it all. It's also not just you because not just because, yeah, it's not not just because of the injury, but also because um, if you want to say that you're good at climbing, you would want to say it wasn't because of luck sure. or a certain thing that yeah. you, you finished this problem. Yeah. You would want it to have been like very conscious, mm-hmm. conscientious or... With uh, the, the intention was there, which I like. You know, it's a good. Um, I think like jujitsu and climbing as part of the vibe check is more of just to check yourself both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be in any of these, but I think these are two ways that are um, exceptional at making you think about your limits, mm-hmm. both physically and then mentally, because they're pretty complex. Yeah, I mean, I I know and a humbling. lot. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's part of it. <laughs> Because there are some sports where you can get some form of instant gratification, mm-hmm. I guess, by just playing casually. But in jiu-jitsu, even if you just roll or in climb, if you just climb on a casual, like, don't go hard, you'll still feel that humbling feeling because mm-hmm. because they don't get easier just because you don't want to take it as mm-hmm. hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah. So for everyone out there, maybe vibe check yourselves and get a, a good hobby like that. Uh, spend <laughs> sweat and, like, you know, 
Think yeah. about stuff. And, uh, you know, get, uh, let this uh, be an opportunity for you to check your own vibe. How you feeling, people? Yeah. Let us know. Speaking of letting us know, <laughs> some people have let us know how they feel, especially for the holidays. So I just wanted to read out some of these sweet messages that you guys sent to us. Uh, I... Uh, lo- uh, what do you call that? Lovingly called it "Holla at your homies" on the Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> so, first is a holiday message from Michael, number one fan, Aplodin. Hey man, what's up? This is the new episode. Uh, <laughs> sorry it took a while. Sorry it took a while. I, st- I hope you still like yes. us. Yes, and you know he was so he was so nice about it. He's like, not rushing you guys, but just letting you know, can't wait for the next one. I was like, what a what a guy. So he says, um, you can trust my continued support for 2020. Just want to share that the podcast had inspired me to start interests I never thought I would start liking. Like the brief mention of F1 and Lewis Hamilton, now I'm his biggest fan. NBA, which I wasn't such a big fan until I kept listening to your pods, now I'm a Sixers fan. Uh, The books and movies you mentioned just kept me wanting to read more, watch more, and your music. That passion also fuels and motivates us to pursue our own passions. I hate being cheesy, but maybe I get a pass because it's the year ender. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm probably just the most vocal fan, but I'm sure there are many other silent listeners. Son, dude, wow. what a guy! Check. What a guy! What, a- Michael? We love you, bro. That was um, maybe it encapsulates what we imagined. Maybe even having mm-hmm. a slight effect on yes, sir. in terms of this 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 podcast from when we started it. Yes, sir. Damn, man. Yeah, that's that, hit, that one hit home, man. Well written, mm-hmm. um, well said. Mm-hmm. He, it's uh, like he knows us too well, man. Yeah. <laughs> from meeting us like twice in person ever. Uh, oh, and one more. We have one from Javi Parinas. He says, hey, bro, just wanted to let you know I've been listening to you a lot recently. Uh, I've actually been following you since your YouTube days, which was hard to find. What's that about? Uh, I think I have some old videos on YouTube. <laughs> that uh, Nah, me. Yeah, like, what but, YouTube but, but he reached out. Um, I was super excited when you announced that you had Spotify because it made it easier to listen and that album is fire af. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, keep it up. Continue to inspire people like me and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Javi, for writing in and letting us know how you feel. Happy Ni- Chinese New Year, Happy bro. Chinese New Year, my man. <laughs> uh, so that was some of our homies hollering at us if you want to holler back at your homies you can hit us on Instagram Facebook Spotify you cannot message us but on Spotify Instagram and Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah if, if you do happen to visit us there you know give us a like on Facebook maybe follow us on Instagram uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you find the time uh, it uh, gives us a big help. Let's more people find our content and uh, lets them know we're worth listening to. If you actually think we're worth listening to, <laughs> <laughs> which not a lot of people do. Yeah, so I don't want to assume anything. <laughs> okay, uh, well, let's go into what we're consuming. Oh shit! I must consume your soul to become still a banger. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so we're back for season two of no what we're consuming oh sorry no what we're well consuming. the what we're consuming portion yes, sure sure so um why don't you start us off for the new chinese year i will i have a few on here because you know it was quite a while so first off i watched miracle and cell number seven 
It's the Filipino remake of a Korean movie uh-huh. of the same title. Uh, this was directed by Noel Crisosimo. It came out during the uh, Metro Manila Film Festival, which historically has awful movies in it. <laughs> <laughs> but my sister said that I would cry. And guess what? I ugly cried during oh, this movie. Dude, it's it's about um, a person with disability who uh, has a daughter, but then he gets sent to jail for a crime he didn't commit. Sure. And uh, it's it's heartbreaking, man. And then they're just trying to find ways to free him and like... Oh man, so many, so many emotions. Great actors too. Aga Mulak, the old spokesperson for Jollibee. Jollibee. Yeah, yeah, he's still he's in there. He plays the main character. His the p- girl who plays his daughter, Zia Vigor. I think I don't know how to pronounce this, but she's so good, man, for a kid. She's like maybe six years old, but damn, she kills it. And uh, Joel Torre, John Arcelia, always consistently good actors. Shout out JT's Manukan. Dude, yes. <laughs> that's the, the, the constant on the way to Batangas. Uh, also watch Jojo Rabbit. Sure. Yeah, I've the, only heard, I've heard about it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's gotten some nominations. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, the latest Taika Waititi film. The lead actors are uh, Roman Griffin Davis. Uh, uh, is Roman Griffin Davis and then uh, Scarlett Johansson's in there too and Sam Rockwell pretty good cast it's a good movie it's about this kid who is growing up in a Nazi youth camp and so like he, he has an imaginary best friend that's Hitler <laughs> who like tells him how to handle situations it's crazy it's just a very complex film too because it's such a sensitive topic you know I know like World War 2 was literally decades ago but uh, they handle it with way more care than you expect. Uh, it's very funny, but it's also very emotional at uh-huh. the same time. It, and it's done seamlessly. Uh, I also finished Sex Education Season 2. Yes, yes. So same good. Year. So damn good. Oh, if, you're gonna, if you've done, then uh, we can talk about it later. Uh, I'm currently finishing The Good Place Season 4, which is like the series finale. I'm about on the last. Have you seen that show? Um, I watched the first two seasons, I think, mm-hmm. and then I I only watched it on Netflix. So mm-hmm. and it's it's only up to season three, right, right now. there. Yeah. So I don't think I've watched full season three yet, just mm-hmm. because I was like, um, I can just wait for everything to, to come, come out. out. One, one yeah, goal. I think you should. That's what you should do, and uh, it's worth it. And if you're out there and you have seen season three and you're wondering if season four is worth it, it is. <laughs> um, it's so damn good. I'm about to finish the last episode, and um, it's like it's such a g- good-hearted show. <laughs> Lastly, I wanted to say I went to an improv night by the improv group Spit, that was uh, introduced to me by the one and only Dax, aka Cedric Havaliana. Shout out Dax! Thank you for bringing me there that night. It was really fun. It was a comedy night where. Uh, there were maybe like eight improv actors on stage and the there was one main host who like she carried the ceremonies and she, they collected our uh, what you call those suggestions <laughs> and they just kept making jokes out of them it was pretty pretty uh, pretty funny because honestly when I see improv on TV it just looks really lame yeah I'm I, I didn't get to go, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty skeptical, to be honest, of improv. Just because it's funny in the context of 
because it's improv, but mm-hmm. not funny all the time, objectively. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I, it's like saying like, oh, if I think of it on the spot, it's but that's it's pretty I, good for that. But that's that's in its own, that's in its own nature. Yeah, you know what I mean, so but like the, but for me, I don't think it holds as much, like. Like it's like it's like a uh, apples and oranges. Yeah, one it's hard is to like say. a one is an intricately prepared, like, whole entire performance, and the other one is like, tell me the things in your mind. Let's just say I'm more readily um, open. No, I'm more readily like inclined to appreciate something that's prepared. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Okay, like sure. It, it doesn't amaze me all the time that oh we thought of it on the spot. I'm like that's okay. Well, in fairness, not everything is uh, completely impro- improvised because sure. they have certain games. And like to get the crowd warmed up, they do perform like their ready-made stuff. And it's the same thing with like um, maybe a better way to explain is like freestyle rap versus like just a regular sure. lyrical song that mm-hmm. someone wrote down. It's like I'm amazed at freestyle rappers, but sometimes you can tell that um, it's not as good just because the limitations of having to come up with something on sure. the spot sure. are Unless you're like just, Black just exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. that's like. It's literally like the zero point quote unquote freestyle because your your brain already contains yeah. like the lyrics or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. It's just that the limitations of that medium sometimes leads to you know not as good in terms of the joke. But uh, it's not all the time. Uh. I don't want to say it's one's better than the I other. Still, for I sure. still hold that uh, they are different things that are meant to be consumed differently. I think. If, uh, yeah, yeah. I just say mo- which one my preference is at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah, sure. That that which is respectable. So what have you been consuming? Um, oh, by the way, that's Spit Improv Night. Uh, they have one coming up on the fourteenth. Oh, thirteenth. If you're looking for something to do with like your special uh, significant other or whatever, or if you're just looking to check it out, uh, it's pretty good. They have it at Commune in Poblacion. It's dope. They have drinks. They have uh, uh, cookie shot glasses and comedy and comedy. Yeah, <laughs> so. so what have you been consuming, Mark? Um. I caught the latest season of Rick and Morty, which is pretty short, oh, but yeah. still excellent. I mean, those guys, every season, kind of think of new ways yeah. to, to create depth in the show that is kind of like you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. what kind of depth it comes from. Talk about good joke writing. Yeah, I know. Um, I think we talked about like last episode, the one with the snake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I mean, go watch it on Netflix. But that last <laughs> episode, they take a joke so far and um, they pull it off extremely well. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, there's the heist episode where they kind of mocked heist movie genres <laughs> and how it's all exactly the same. And uh, like stupid. Yeah, man. And uh, some of it was so true in the way that when they <laughs> pointed out to you, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's why. I thought so too. And I like heist movies. Yeah, yeah, but, that's why. Like, but Ocean's, I was still like, oh, Ocean's yeah. Ocean's 11, Ocean's yeah. 12. It's always like, okay, well, we got a job. And then yeah. you find your you old son friends. Of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you find them doing something else and you just say, like, hey, we need you again. And, like, and they, fight, <laughs> they fight you or something. And then, like, at the end, son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and the twist is always it's a heist and another heist and yeah. another heist or something like that. But I've, I I programmed you to program. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. they preempt each other. Yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, go and watch it. Uh, I, I can attest, I can second that because the writing this season It's has only just five episodes, which is just too short, but um, re- I'm happy for what I can get. Yeah. It rewards. Um, I think it's just a mid season break. I don't know. Right? I, th- I, I think it tell. is. But. Um, it rewards rewatching because that's how uh, many jokes they have just compiled in there. Cause you'll, you'll, you'll watch it again and be like, God damn, I, I missed some stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Um, another show I watched, You. 
Oh, season, season two. two? Yeah. How is it? I Good. haven't come around. I mean, that show is kind of like it's like that's so over overly dramatic, yeah. like love, kind of like crazy mm-hmm. Eh, mm-hmm. story. But but it's so fun to watch okay. because Ben Badgley is just like um, you just watch him kind of like go crazy over the girl that he's in love, and you're just like, whoa. At the same time, at the same time, you're also like. Let's see how he pulls it off yeah, because because yeah. he's like the main character. So yeah. at the same time, you're like, you kind of have to root for the main character <laughs> in a weird way, right? Not root for him, but you want to see him pull off whatever his plans are. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Especially season two has like a weird twist in the ending. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to spoil it. It's been out for a while, but uh, you can still watch it. It's so much. It's fun, dude. I'm okay. sure it's like a guilty pleasure for many. Yeah, because I, like, I like the first season. It's yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, you don't get much in terms of like what is this all about it except if maybe you're just like i don't want to be like that yeah. <laughs> i guess it's the most like the message don't be like that uh, uh, but it's fun it's fun to watch yeah. um so you sex education season two i love the first season i mm-hmm. watched it like three times in a row mm-hmm. just wa- like rewatching. season two for me was slow down because you kind of know the characters but it's also in the sense of like maturing it yeah. takes time to mature not because the first season is like a big arc you know what i mean from um i'm sure by now we can talk like otis the main character played by um asa butterfield yes um he's like it started out as a basically a uh, anti-social guy mm-hmm. very nerdy and then blossoms into a having deep relationships with friends and mm-hmm. growing as a person season two kind of takes him on a the same path but more side i think it's like side tracks it's not developing him mainly as a person but well rounding him out as a yeah as a character. kind of like getting to see what he would act like in certain situations yeah. not his main personality points or his main arc but at the same time it's like we should get to know more about this person how he functions in situations that aren't such a big deals in yeah. terms of like the overarching yeah uh, the the ending was bit in though of course but <laughs> it was so well Dude. made yeah <laughs> This is so easy to spoil, but it's just like, you know what? These cliffhangers are fucking me up at this point. <laughs> Yo, stop it. Stop it. Oh, this man. is why I like movies more. Because, because they end resolution. at some point. You're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, even if even if there's a... Uh, Except when they're like trilogies. That's I remember. what I was going to yeah. say. Like, even oh, when there's shit. a trilogy or like... Oh, uh, my, like, my example is always like, Lord of Rings had a pretty good ending and cliffhanger at the same time for each of the... The, the first two like it ended a certain part at the same time there's something to look forward to this one because it's like it's still the same story so you cut it at, you didn't stop any like you didn't cut it at a like a chapter yeah something like that yeah. anyway um I watched that uh watched Uncut Gems oh Netflix. so good yeah so good dude it's kind of a weird movie it is N- not, not in a bad way just like yeah. you wouldn't I don't know if I've watched a movie with that kind of pace and mm-hmm. that kind of... I would almost say, say like it doesn't have the same traditional story arc that they kind of teach you about plots, yeah. you know, yeah. like in, in literature class. Yeah. Like it doesn't have some rising action. It just kind of just seems to go one speed all the mm-hmm. way in the end. You're like, whoa. Yeah, and the, <laughs> music, the music is so like in your face and loud that sometimes you can't even hear the dialogue <laughs> you're like who decided Damn, on this dude. um adam sandler showed some a different side snubbed. of his acting skills snubbed you think for he should have at least been nominated was he nominated he wasn't nominated for any of those major mm, awards no man. i mean the other snubbed. the other nominees were pretty good too i know but come on this was like his best acting performance 
possibly ever. Um, if you want to see something else that Adam Sandler has been a bit more serious in, he has an uh, another movie called uh, Marwitz Stories. Yeah, which yeah. was, I think, not either written or directed by the same guy who did Marriage Story. Yes. Have we talked about that movie here? No, no. But oh, I was just listening yeah. to a podcast where they mentioned it. Watch that too, Marriage Story with the... Uh, oh, we've I, talked about Marriage oh, Story, okay. not okay. Meyerowitz Story. Yeah. Mar- marriage Story is probably better, but if you want something along the same vein, mm-hmm. I think that's good to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, I just finished watching it before this pod. It's a mini-series documentary documentary from Netflix about Aaron Hernandez. Oh, yeah. yeah? I forgot that I watched that. You did? Yeah. So basically, like the NFL guy he played on the Patriots, and then while he was playing, he ended up murdering yeah, two, one he, person, and then he was convicted of, of one, accused of, of two, a, but another like, double know, murder. Yeah, so um, it's just a story of how someone who basically was in the, the most successful phase of his life did those murders. Kind of, kind of weird. There was a lot of weird. Um, <laughs> angles to, uh, to to the whole thing there was a part about him being closeted gay yeah and that's why he was firing his pent-up rage about him not being able to express himself is why he did the murder the cte angles which is always a part when it's like um football an, players an who are who, who have some weird um lashing out violent yeah. act because most of the time they kill themselves yeah and he did also kill himself in jail yeah but uh it's a weird story just a weird i think it's special because it's like he was in the middle of playing. Yep. Like and he was on one of the most successful Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. I don't think they won that year. No, they didn't. But, but he scored a touchdown. Yeah, but basically know? he did it while playing. Not after, not before. Yep. While he was like the one of the most famous athletes in America. Crazy. Three episodes. Pretty short. Mm-hmm. Just go through it. Yeah, and it's uh, very well shot. And they have bring in a lot of good subject matter experts. Probably there are there's maybe like one or two unreliable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I'll just call it out without it, like his, the the gay angle was the weirdest part because they didn't tie it up until the yeah. end. I was like, what? What's, what's so? What if he's gay? You know yeah. what I mean? There's like because the first episode, I was like, okay, okay, he's gay. His old teammate says he's you know they used to yeah. do gay stuff in high school. I was like, but what does that have to do with him being a killer? And then exactly. they kind of tie it up at the end. But it was like, Weird. but it's it not so great. Yeah, not so great. And also the guy who was giving the interview. With his dad, like sitting beside yeah, they were him, a little, they were a little weird. Like, yeah, I, I didn't like, know what mm, they were here for. Yeah, except for the gay angle. Basically okay, fine. The, but then why was the dad there? Yeah. You know what I mean, like, fine. Talk to the guy that he had whatever did whatever with before. But, yeah. But the fucking dad, he had no business being there. Like, and they they had like side tracks about that guy also coming out. And, yeah. And like, it's like who gives who gives it, a like shit? yeah like, saying your story. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> Not trying to be yeah insensitive yeah. or anything, like, but it just didn't fit in the and it felt so disingenuous, yeah. man. Yeah, it felt weird. It felt kind of forced. Like <laughs> this guy was really trying to push this narrative on the onto on this poor, documentary. On the and like he has a wife and a kid. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, although he could have been gay or bi, but but it, the the point is, it's like the way they tied it in is like, oh, it doesn't help the story. Yeah, at all. Even at the end, I wouldn't say it's like. It was like a side It was the note. weakest supported angle. Yeah. 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 I was like, okay. But, you know, I appreciate that they still gave it. It's part of the story because yeah. I think if you if you research it online, it will come up. So I guess they wanted to tackle it. And, and <laughs> I mean, who knows what the, 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 the true psychological effects of being closeted gay are. But that's I, why. That's I why. don't think it jumps to murder, though. But at the same time, they didn't, they didn't explore that link 
well enough to substantiate like that yeah. jump you said maybe yeah. it could right maybe but they didn't do enough to show why it would yeah so anyway we, we, go watch it if, <laughs> if you haven't seen it go watch it it's worth the watch i promise you that us talking about it will not take away from the impact of how the it's a documentary uh, series I mean, delivers it the stuff you can always google it you know there's no more spoilers about I wasn't this planning shit. to google it bro <laughs> screw watch it right now dude i do that sometimes about um like making a murder <laughs> i was like i don't want to know if they <laughs> they, yeah. they failed him and then at the end I'm like what what <laughs> and then I google it I'm like wow this is fucked up <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know this documentary was gonna end this way uh, why is the world so dark uh, okay uh, is that is that all you've been consuming um, oh lastly music Circles by Mac Miller oh yeah came out right, in sure. our hiatus Ooh, what an album yeah I, I think I, I mentioned like my thoughts about how when I listened to it it was like a lot of these thoughts in context some people say it explained his, men, his mentality in terms of here he was saying like he's ready to, to die but at the same time there were a lot of lyrics that were felt like um, it was like um, he had some sort of like maturation and then he's saying like even with all the problems that I've had, this is kind of what I've learned. And looking back on it, this is the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Which in 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 light of his, his untimely passing, is like, whoa, did he get a chance to fully experience these things? And maybe that's a call to action for you to not take Let it for granted lie. also. You know what I mean? Like when he's saying stuff like, um, I can't remember like the lyrics, but basically this is how it looks like when you when you fall, take it all in, things like that. I'm like, well, you only it only makes a big impact now that he's gone because you're saying he can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But while you're here, you kind of take it for granted, mm-hmm. also. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good album. I listen to it like every day. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like an early contender for my Spotify number one, <laughs> like on the year end um, the review thing. Yeah, in a weird way, it kind of ties into the whole Kobe thing. Yeah, I was just about to mention it's the same yeah. thing when he passed away. Everyone was like remembering him. Um, also trying to honor his his mamba mentality by taking action in their own lives. Mm-hmm. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, wow. I mean, sad to say, it had to take this real tragedy for us to kind of be pulled into or motivated into yeah. acting this way. When technically, you could do it every day. Yeah. I understand it's not as easy, but you know, um, one of my favorite examples is like um, the Gilbert Arenas he posted. Um, if you don't know, Gilbert Arenas is like a former NBA player who was basically super gaga while he was in he, the NBA. He got, he got suspended for having guns. Yeah. Put it a, that way. I think he's a genuinely a good guy. Yeah. Just like gaga is basically yes, it, right? Super. But also very skilled, talented, and yeah. intelligent if you so, hear him on his podcast yeah. and um, features on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. So basically he said Kobe had asked him before like or pushed him like you should coach because of you know your abilities. And you know uh, if you know now he has never coached or mm-hmm. gone into coaching. But he posted after Kobe died that he was like, I'm going to fulfill that promise now. So I'm starting my coaching career. Like he said that in his post. I'm like, wow, you know, it's like an amazing outcome from a, something like you would never want to happen. Yes. But at the same time, it's like these people are still being impacted by his, his memory. Pretty, yeah. pretty. It's, it's, like a, it's like a surreal feeling. It's like, and whoa. On- honestly, um not that it's something that we wanted to happen, but I don't think it would have had this effect had he died like yeah. a long hero's death, you know, and like 
like in which we expected it and you know yeah i I think that's something to explore it's like why does it take something so big for us to be pushed this way yeah uh, okay so before we go deeper into this i'm <laughs> we're gonna save that for the thinking block anyway but uh maybe let's go into the sports mentor since we're already dabbling in the nba all right it's only game why you have to be mad Welcome to the Sports Mentor. Uh, I'm sorry if we've been dragging along a little bit this uh, episode. I think we missed each other on the pod and, uh, you know, ring <laughs> rest. I think we're still making good time. Okay, okay. Um, so, oh, here, um, before we get into like the NBA, which is always the most current version, mm-hmm. um, UFC, Conor McGregor's I, return. I have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like a few weeks ago. Yep. And uh, it was amazing. It was we, great I, I, I was watching it live on. Uh, they covered on Fox, so yeah. if you didn't know that, like you can watch UFC on Fox on Sundays. Yeah, if you have a uh, cable. <laughs> yeah, I, I I also watched it live. I couldn't believe it. No, one, no one ever does that. To Donald Cerrone. Very interesting his approach to this fight. It seemed like he was also in the process of maturation. Mm-hmm. He didn't have as much trash talk. Whether or not it's because he respected, he Cerrone. actually had more respect. You know, it, I'm not sure because he respected his opponent more, or m- maybe he realized that. It, it doesn't yeah. help him win that much apparently and it's yeah. fun in games but it looks like his love for competing and um, martial arts is more important to him than the the showmanship of it all which is good to see yeah 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 very good because he had a lot of um, incidents yeah which which you can't label as anything but irresponsible yeah but it's also like no, I don't think it's irredeemable I, I, I mean I don't think anything is really yeah irrede- like he worked hard same as Kobe, man. Kobe yeah, made yeah. mistakes, but he worked hard to be a better person. It's a hard debate. If someone doesn't agree, you can kind of tell us. But yeah, I usually try to side on the fact that nothing I, is too irredeemable. I think this podcast is on the side of give people a chance to get better. <laughs> yes. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, but that being said, fucking Connor, the day after his fight tweets Donald Trump saying he's the GOAT. Really? Mother- I didn't see that. Motherfucker. <laughs> Just when I was like, he's back, baby. Then oh, that's tweet- p- maybe that's also part of him being back. I know. Jesus uh, Christ. Why Donald Trump? Why? But anyway. Or, do you know, I, I I was like thinking if it had anything to do with like Kobe Covington, but probably not. Mm, no. I don't think that so. That was more of Kamara Usman. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he wants to stay at welterweight, but I really want him to fight Khabib again. Even if I know he'll probably get schooled again. I just want to see it. Like, I want to see him fight Khabib with this mindset. Yeah. I'm more hopeful. Khabib's just a beast. I Khabib's a beast. That, I haven't seen that real chink in the armor. Yeah, same. But, but, uh, but you know, I just like to see a different Connor go into that fight. Yeah. Nothing wrong with second chances. <laughs> We're in theme. Also, coming this Sunday, I think, John Jones is fighting to defend his belt. Yes, yes, yes. Feb, Against Dominic Reyes. Feb nine. Yeah. So that's usually like Sorry, in the we say Sunday if you're listening from the Philippines, okay? If you're in the States, that's Saturday night for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything we say, put it a day back because in the Philippines. Well, it depends where, where you are. Head. But basically. Mainly. <laughs> you can Google that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, John Jones fighting. Uh, you know, he's just been fighting a bunch of like dudes whose names only become big. When, when they fight yeah, him in the lead up but it, I gotta say of all the people who have come up to fight him Dominic Reyes has looked the most dominant just based on UFC countdowns uh-huh. like he for me 
you know, he's the guy saying, yeah, I want to fight Jones. Like, like three fights ago, he was already saying, like, I want to fight Jones. And you get, it takes balls, man. And the one on top is always chased after by the ones on the bottom. I wonder if this is the one. Yeah, and, um, you know, statistics is just like, at some point, you got to lose. Right? Right? Right. The competition level is still pretty high, even if it's not John Jones level yeah. high. Anything can happen. The game keeps evolving. Yeah. I mean, even like that corner fight, even if it was the favorite, I didn't expect it to end like in that, that manner. You know, with, with shoulders to the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke his nose, broke his orbital bone. Mm -hmm. Ended it in 40 seconds. Yeah, but Crazy. I, I mean, I'm a John Jones fan. I always want John Jones to win. And uh, I, it's another redemption story, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> this is even more, for yeah. me, more serious because... Uh, Doesn't have a lot of self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um... But yeah, that's exciting. Looking forward to that. But I really want to talk about the NBA. <laughs> because gosh darn it, it's getting exciting, man. <laughs> More than halfway through in terms of games coming up to All-Star Weekend, which usually signifies the half point way of the mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. uh, trade deadline. Oh yeah, there was a big trade today. Yeah, trade deadline's coming up on Friday, Philippine time. <laughs> um but big trade today, four-way trade. Uh, the players weren't the biggest, okay. but 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 like a paradigm shift for the Rockets, yes. I would say. So there's a four-way trade today between just Houston. say the big, the major players yeah, who yeah, went yeah. where: Houston, Atlanta, Minnesota, and Denver. So Houston traded Clint Capella. He went to Atlanta. Uh, from Minnesota, Robert Covington, their uh, good three and D guy, goes to Houston. Interesting. Uh, and then um, I think Denver's. Hernan Gomez goes to Minnesota uh, and Malik Beasley and the and some picks or whatever. So yeah, Atlanta gets some size. Uh, Trey Young gets a true center. Um, Although, I mean, what does that do for John Collins? He's a power forward. So that's fine. Touches, it's more of that. You know? Yeah, touches are less, but I think... Uh, Clint Capella's a young, good center too. Yeah, so and I think it I will incentivize John Collins to develop his jump shot. You know, he's kind of building it right now. So if he just keeps working on it, I think he'll stay relevant in the sure. lineup. For Houston, who's, ah, their, who's their center now? PJ Tucker. Really? Yeah, Nene went to Atlanta too. I know, that's why. I was like... Oh, Tyson Chandler. But like, I think yeah. they're going to get a buyout guy. Maybe someone like Bismack Biombo. Interesting. Yeah. I was like... I, I saw rumors about it previously, about Capella being shopped around. And I was like... Who do they have though? They like that pick and roll action anyway. What what are they gonna do about that? Yeah, but uh, Capella also historically gets played off of the court during playoffs because uh, I know, but like, but that was against the Warriors. You know what I mean? Where they would play Draymond at the five. Like, yeah. The only other team that plays that small these days is the Clippers, and honestly, we're looking for a big. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, Robert Covington is a good pickup either way, but it's just like. They they kind of removed their best option at uh at starting center. Dude, it's gonna be a problem if they have to play Denver Nuggets who have Jokic or like the Jazz who have Gobert or even like um or Lakers. Lakers obviously Lakers a big the Lakers. Ass team. Obviously the Lakers or yeah. even uh Dallas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like with Porzingis and uh, Marjanovic. <laughs> so the that was the big trade that happened as of late. Now I think the two most interesting teams to look at for the trade season deadline which is coming would be the Clippers and Lakers, right? I mean... No, I didn't, I didn't think that. I, I didn't think they were going to make any moves anymore. I think I think they would because uh, 
Like there are rumblings that the Clippers are gonna make a move for Marcus Morris and for uh, Andre Drummond. I hate Marcus Morris. Man. I hate the Morris twins, honestly. I mean, they were both on the Suns. So at hate, some point, I, I was I like their grit, but yeah. man. But he's playing Ma- really well. Marcus Morris on the Knicks just keeps trying to fight people, and I'm like, yeah. man, your team sucks, I know, bro. I know, but he's shooting forty-two percent from three. Alright. <laughs> um, winning forty two percent of the games. Way less. Yeah. <laughs> way way less. I'm being kind. They just though. fired their GM. Uh what's his name? Scott Perry? No, I that's don't wrong. Know. Dude, that's like that's an right. actor. I hate the Knicks. Yeah, not Scott the Perry. The Knicks are just I like hate the Knicks. The culture is I, I really hope the Clippers don't get Marcus Morris. I hope we get uh, um Andre Drummond though. That would be fucking sick. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Andre Drummond's nice. Get a big man. And, uh, you know, just get him somewhere where he can succeed. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, again, like, my preference is, like, playing good on bad teams is, like, not... I get why teams would want to pick you up, but at the same time, like, it's hard to say whether you're really... Zach Levine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can... You know what I mean? You can tell. But Marcus Morris played well on the Celtics. You know what I mean? Like, like No, yeah, he's been a... He's been he's like a, a... He's a good team player. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. had... He can't be your main guy. He's been a good off the bench guy, like mm-hmm. six, seven, small man. ball, yeah. four. It's fine. Yeah, and, and the Lakers. I just get annoyed by him. Yeah, sure. Let's just same. say that, dude. Yeah. Honestly, I feel all the same. Uh, and I think you know, there's gonna be some tug of war for Andre Gudala because oh, yeah, okay, I the guess. the Tim the Grizzly said that they're not gonna buy him out, so it has to come in a trade. Yeah, but he said he's also willing to sit out if they if don't there's pick, no trade, they don't pick the teams that he wanted to be traded. Yeah, to. but I mean, still, you know, like it, 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 it. Some people suspect he could go to the Mavs. I wouldn't be mad at that. Me either. I actually am pretty excited about the Mavs. Uh, and uh, the Lakers. You think they'll get Derrick Rose? Um, they need another ball handler, like point. Yeah, but shoot. it's also like I don't know if it would be the best fit. Um, it's like so Darren Collison. It isn't. Sometimes you d- you don't want a guy that's too 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 big as another pickup because mm-hmm. you're spreading out your minutes and your your focus more. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want people to slot in and accept their role. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like. If D Rose is on the court, then does that mean Rondo can make his pass like playmaking? Because you know, I I haven't explored it fully, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, changing yeah. up the kind of um, style that you would you would already you already have in place. Yeah, if you yeah. got like a shooter, then it's like okay, he works with Rondo, and if he if he's a point well, guard, I would have assumed that Rondo, like Darren Collison can do it on his own. I would assume Rondo gets traded. Oh, yeah, that could work, I guess. Yeah. It's weird with the Lakers because yeah. they, they always pick up some strange player that's major old and people are like, whoa, it's, it's Dwight Howard like that. But he's playing well. I'm just, it's just like, I can never tell with the Lakers because people kind of act differently once they get there. I know. And I, I do want to see what uh, the like Dwight in the playoffs is going to look like. You know, like he's been pretty good in the regular season, but I want to see how like he does, like, ad- like he adapts. Um, and also, I want to see how he does in the dunk contest. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. I'm I'm happy for Dwight coming back. Me too. I'm happy he's back. He used to be my favorite player, and then he got weird. <laughs> <laughs> now he's okay again. But yeah, he's not yeah. my favorite. Uh, and I think also people are wondering if the Thunder are gonna keep it together and you know like play with that team, make it to the playoffs, or they are in the playoffs, or. 
are they gonna just trade like Gallinari and that's Steven weird. Adams and I get I get why, but it's also like for what what are you gonna do? Because Chris Paul's gonna stay, so you're not gonna be able to rebuild young core necessarily. Yeah. So it's like you would be trading for different versions of Gallinari and Adams, or are you trading for young people and be like, screw you, Chris Paul, sorry, we can't yeah, do I ge- about I guess this, right? I, or I guess they just uh they keep Chris Paul as like that player mentor type for another yeah, yeah. year, help but, them through the playoffs and then But the thing is is like whatever they do, it's not gonna change their fortunes immediately. So that's why I'm like what what what's well, the if real you get move? draft picks, then I mean you get the you get more assets that you can build around Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yes, but basically the fact that Chris Paul is staying and like keeping his extension is the part where it's like it tied their hands. Yeah. They can't sure. fully go rebuild mode and at the same time they don't have enough flexibility yeah, to, to actually him. make a big run. Like so if they like, traded him it would have to there would have to be some incentives so for the other team. Sometimes it's like where like a, a team like Portland is at. You know, you're kinda stuck with that very big that core because it's like you're not gonna get rid of these guys. But yeah. at the same time you don't have enough flexibility to suddenly completely change your team dynamic so you kind of just hope it works one day but but I think Portland is in a situation now where when their bigs come back that's when we'll see who they really are yeah yeah but it's not you know I mean like the chances of them getting um like coming from where they are now to a championship is like it won't they won't be able to do it with this core I think yeah you know what I mean this is kind of like the ceiling in terms of I mean they're playing bad now but like last year and the previous year, like their performance, that looks about like the max for this kind of core. Sure. You sure. know what I mean? Like when you pick up Whiteside, I was but, like in the start they of the added season. Carmelo. <laughs> always been playing well. He has. I think in our last episode, which was like when he was like newly signed, I was kind of shitting on him. But uh, pleasant surprise. <laughs> Stay mellow, everyone. Stay mellow. So that's it for the NBA right now. Hopefully we have some exciting trades before or by the trade deadline and hopefully All-Star Weekend is a lot of fun. Hopefully we have another episode before All-Star Weekend. <laughs> when is that? I think it's next next weekend. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for sports. Oh, Djokovic won the Australian yeah. Open. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Against Dominic Thiem. It was a five-setter. Yeah. Very good. Um, just shows that uh, the young guns still can't take out the big three. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. Dude, they they were so good though. They like, were. So, he was so close. He was up two sets to one. You need three sets to win if you don't know tennis. Uh, Grand Slam tennis, at least. And um, Djokovic just upped his level. Mamba mentality. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had, like, Kobe on his uh, jacket. Mm-hmm. I think they were friends. Must have been. They were two elite athletes. Yeah. It's crazy. I hate Djokovic so much. But <laughs> he, might, he might be the GOAT. He might be. He yeah. has um, 17 Grand Slams, I think. Nadal has 18 and Federer has 20. They all played in the same year, so. Kawawa yung maeba. Damn. And, you know, he might end up with more than Federer, which is sure. kind of absurd to think about. But, uh, yeah, he's like 32. Still peaking. Especially with, like, um, the recovery and health management yeah. of athletes these days. I, got, I gotta say, though. N- no one looks better playing tennis than Federer. No, yeah, that's for sure. Like, damn, he that's just looks sure. like, oh, that's how this sport is It looks like to be Djokovic played. if Kobe was the best. You know, if Kobe <laughs> had the most rings, the most MVPs, mm-hmm. that's and and the, with the play style that he mm-hmm. has, that's what Djokovic would look like being the GOAT. It's like, you're like, it doesn't look the prettiest. It's fine, but at the same time... It looks like he's using so much raw talent. Yeah, it's like... Well, oh, no, not even him. It's like you're using so much hard work. 
Federer is like the the epitome of raw talent, oh, like well, natural Kobe talent. Re- Kobe really had that kind of like but, swagger, though. But it's like he ground, he grinded it out. Well, sure, yeah. Compared to like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan has more style. LeBron has more style, things like that. Really, I, mean? I think Kobe has more style than LeBron. I like Kobe's LeBron style looks more. Like a machine. I like Kobe's style more, but. Every, LeBron's looks more effortless like no, just jumping but, up there like but he's so stiff you know what I mean like Kobe has the like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I get what you're saying but you know I'm just saying like Feder is the best looking makes it look easy mm, yeah okay but Djokovic is like he stretches so far well okay yeah it makes it look easy that's it yeah. that's really what it is he wins ugly sometimes Djokovic mm-hmm. I hate him so much <laughs> okay. he has he has the, I don't know, like um Asics shoes, which is probably some of the nicest tennis shoes. <laughs> and then th- my dad was like, you want those? I'm like, nah. It has this logo. <laughs> Fuck that. He wears Lacoste. Like, yeah. you want that shirt? Nah. He's kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick. He has some weird moments. Yeah. He lashes out at fans. Yeah. Like, he, he'll he'll kind of act like a heel in the middle of a match. He's never been the fan favorite when you're if you're talking about big three. Yeah. Weird. It's weird. Anyway, that's our sports mentor. Uh, now, really quickly. Oh, wait. Oh, one last yeah. this is a small shout out if you're really a tennis fan we have to be proud for one of our country women oh yeah um, Al- Alex Iala who is I think 14 mm-hmm. um, won the junior women's doubles title Australian Open so that's a Damn. you know yeah, that's world class tennis she, she is a scholar at the Rafa Nadal Academy up in Spain getting that good good training mm-hmm. wow props to her she is like uh We've had winners before at the juniors level for Grand Slams, but she's the most recent. And it's pretty, I think it's something to take note of. Heck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So going now into our quick conversation, or maybe not quick, who knows? It's about to get heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <Bye>. check. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, we should probably just play the thinking block sound bit next time. Yeah, I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you were, I thought you were about to say it. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, so uh, you know what? This is the thinking block, though. Um, 2020, if you're reading the episode title, it says Rough Start. Is that what it is? Yeah, on the Google Doc, at least. Oh. Because it's been a rough start, bro. <laughs> rough start to 2020, eh? To the decade, to the year. You know, it's just a lot of stuff going on. Like, we had the volcano blowing up. I, I have my opinions about that uh, mentality. No, oh, I, th- this is why we're talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, now that I'm trying to, like, think about it. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not... Okay, okay. Th- this is the topic of conversation. I mean, whether we... whether th- Depending on how you look at it, you can see this as a pretty... Pretty unfortunate series of events for the first month of the year you know just to get get it get anything started we had a volcano activity from taal and then we had the kobe uh tragedy and gianna oh my god and then um we had the coronavirus outbreak and uh, now there seems to be some there volcano activity the, in Mayon. There was also the Australia bushfires. The Australia um, bushfires. Um, and I know some people personally who went through a lot of, like, pain. So it's like, what do we... What is the mind about this? Like, how, how do we... What is the first step after going through something like this? 
Or what is your mind about this? Oh, well, I don't want to sound insensitive to all these issues. But when I said I had thoughts about it is my usual or the way that I felt about when people have pointed that out was I'm not quite sure if it's uh, like not not as bad as people say, but I'm saying it in the sense that bad things happen, happen all, all the, the time. time. And if I think if I'm just like remembering it off the top of my head, people say this line of thinking every year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like last year, I, I'm pretty sure I could probably dig up a post where they're like, wow, man, 2019 is off to a rough start. I wouldn't say it was on this scale I, I'm tr- like I, this many people. I And that does matter. In fairness, in fairness, yes. And I haven't like th- like looked at it objectively and like let's say counted the number of bad events mm-hmm. and said like this one has more this one has less but i'm just saying like in the sense of bad things can happen anytime and um at any place mm-hmm. so for us to suddenly kind of um like put it put it to a certain time period it's not like it doesn't do anything for me i see what you're saying i see what you're saying but and and i i to an extent i do agree that like we should have known that something like this could have happened you know what i mean like it's not that it's not like there was some written law that said you we can't go through yeah a bunch of traumatic there's no there's no no limit there's no wait a minute it's too much right now just yeah because people are like wow it's happening all one after the other i was like well there's no rules against it, so... And, uh, okay, with, without you? getting too social justice warrior it's like, yeah, people were getting bombed in the Middle East, like, on a regular basis for the past, like, 15 years, so... But, I mean, that aside, I think more than uh, talk about the the perspective of being down on this or not, I wanted to discuss something that I think the two of us might have something substantial to say about, which is when let's say you expect to start something new when it's not let's say like a new hobby or get back into an old hobby and when you first start off it's pretty rough you know what i mean like it's like ah oh, crap like i i got choked out three times in sure. in a row in jujitsu and it's like wh- what is your mindset when something like that happens to you like how do you stay motivated okay um this is kind of like a cheesy answer, and maybe some it's people fine. won't even won't even believe it. But I really try to to act on discipline mm-hmm. is one of my key like tenets of how I I kind of motivate myself. Because people are like, "Oh, what if you don't feel like doing?" It? I was like, "It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you feel like doing it today, not doing it today. You feel good. You feel bad. Something bad happened. It's like, in a way, it's like." you know that feeling of like responsibility and and like duty to to complete it mm-hmm. that's what that's what gets me to to kind of uh just go and finish it anyway trust the process yeah i mean things cuz i i understand it's from the understanding that your emotions change or like blur how things really are when you feel bad about something it seems worthless so you're like i won't do it today because there's no point i don't feel good about it there's no point yeah but and then or if you feel tired, you're like, no, I can't do it today. Yeah. I feel tired. I'm saying mentally, maybe physically. Or you really physically, can. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say you, that's what you're feeling. And if you act based on that emotion, sometimes it leads you to an, a decision that might actually have been short-sighted. Like it's an incomplete yeah. reaction. 
because my discipline has been formed over a longer period of time than this fleeting emotion. Mm-hmm. So what can I trust more to give me the best outcome? Mm-hmm. It's something that I've built up and that I've worked on. And you've experienced. And I've experienced versus this one thing that came in is trying to change change mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. It's like someone coming into your life and giving you advice and you're like, wait, I don't want to listen to that. I don't know you. Yeah. Okay. But, I, th- I think that analogy has a few holes in it though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's like, it's more suspect. It's yeah. Like, sure. I don't, sure. I haven't vetted you. I, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah, don't know yeah. the credibility someone completely at all. Right? New. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. don't know them. Yeah, you just someone say who doesn't know you. Something yeah. about something important. Let's just say in that yeah. sense. I'm like, okay. So I think that's one way to kind of get over this idea of like rough starts, even like feeling bad about these things. It's like, we can get through this, even like this 2020 thing. You can get through this mm-hmm. if we just buckle down and be disciplined about yeah. changing ourselves. Because it's like, okay, this coronavirus and people panic. I'm like, well, if you washed your hands regularly and lived a healthier life, it wouldn't be as big of a, a scare, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I would think. I don't want to assume things. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you're healthy, you feel healthy, it's like, and you know enough, you research enough about it, you wouldn't have felt like, oh, this is some, imme- like as bad as mm-hmm. sometimes it's being portrayed to be. I think uh, that's a that's an admirable. It's a, it's uh, definitely to, hard, right? Yeah, because because I mean, you you're already assuming that these that people in general have the ability to compartmentalize their emotions in a way where they can detach themselves and say like, okay, I this what I'm feeling right now is fleeting, and so I must stick to the program. Yeah, you know I think I mean? I've, I've I mentioned to you before. Like I'll just say like, oh, I'm feeling sad today or something like Which that. Which I think is an actual skill, though. But you know but then I mean? you're able to go through things like when sometimes when I'm feeling not hundred percent, I still go climbing, but I still climb well. It's because it's like you can yeah, like you said, compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. It's I don't. It gets close to being like cold and like uh like um, unempathetic in a and, way uh, and almost uh, non-confrontational. With yeah, your like emotions. indifferent. Yeah. I think sometimes we joke like uh, like. My like have an attitude of indifference, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's because I think in the context of now versus the context of longer periods of time, things are not as 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 uh, grave as they seem at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking of long term. That's fair. No, that's right? totally fair. Yeah. And and I I have that uh, perspective in mind. But I think another perspective that I have is for people who have never experienced hardship. Or you know yeah, what I mean? That's like, different. Nah. That where this is their f- you have nothing to base it on. Yeah, and where they're apparently the first time that they have felt extremely heavy emotions, and you know it doesn't feel like anything will be the same again. Yeah, um, I think a good uh, no, an easy answer is to have a support system. Yeah, yeah sure. Right? Like that's another keep way. you grounded if you can't discipline yourself in the sense. Or just like deal with it completely yeah. yourself, yeah. regardless of discipline or not. Yeah, yeah. Someone else to help you see it from perspective or sure. guide you because they've experienced it, or basically even just be there for a, like a sounding board is m- very important. Very utmost, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because that's the only way I think that we got through the first times that maybe we had felt that type of, you know, like heavy emotion. I think so. I mean, uh, one of the best examples is your parents. Yep. Like when you're a kid, like experiencing things for if the you're first lucky, time. If you're lucky and have good sure, parents, sure. you know. Let's just make that assumption. That's that, if it's not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a fair assumption. For the sake of making this argument. Sure. It's the example. Yes, sure. Right? Okay. <laughs> but like, 
you experience you're learning things for the first time you're going through whatever like school like let's just say you you fail you don't know what to do that, stuff yeah, like that. that's probably the first time someone feels that and or then, like heartbreak and then you're feeling like lost then usually your parents are the ones there to kind of say like oh this is the way out of this mm-hmm. or family members even friends yeah. but it's basically someone there to to say like oh, you're lost let me help you get back yeah. on track because sometimes you can't do it yourself it's 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 the real thing and you know what uh something important to remember is that I'll, you you can only really believe someone who says that if they've been through that themselves you know like i don't I, i'm sorry that's just me personally when somebody tells me everything is going to be okay but they don't know yeah like it's it just doesn't help it, it doesn't me, help for me, I would rather that they said, I don't know what this is like. Yeah, but, but I'll be here for also, you. And, and, maybe, and I'll yeah. just be here for you. Yeah. You know, I, I prefer that if if you really have no experience with it. Although I think that depends on the person. Sure. I think basically, yeah, yeah. I think we're alike in the sense that I'd rather not be lied to in this. Or not not lied, but just like yeah. we don't need to sugarcoat something yeah. because it's it makes it easier if that's if we do that it's like I you don't just need, give it to me straight up I don't need you to comfort me I just need you to let me know that I'm not alone <laughs> which is in a way comfort but I don't need you to comfort me about my situation or even if you can't help yeah it's fine like it's fine I don't, you don't have to expect everyone to be able to help you yeah that's true thing. that's true also <coughs> and uh, I don't know there's something that I've learned from a lot of our friends that and from experience too, I guess, but made clear through talking with people who I'm close to, which is that when we find ourselves in those really low points, like at our most vulnerable, is actually where we tend to discover our greatest strengths. And that sounds really cliche. I was about to say, like, in my head, I was like, when you were mentioning it, I was like, embrace it. Those yeah. moments are more valuable than... It, I keep saying it, but like when it seems at that point, because every, it, everything when you're experiencing it for the first time or just at the yeah. moment is so different from how it actually is In most of the time. Yeah. So even when you said like, yeah, you can learn your greatest strengths from it. It's true. Yeah. Bad things are only, I mean, are not. I don't think they're all bad things happen, but they're not necessarily bad. Yeah. For you. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's a good way to put that. Like, I I want to credit mainly Jamie. Escalare for for knocking some sense into me. I don't know. I was going through like I was like spiraling into like a bad place sometime early last year, and uh, he just he he just straight up said, uh, you know, those times that you feel like you're at your lowest is when your like your nature is going to bring out the strength in you because it's on survival mode. Sure, you know, and it's trying to like do whatever it can to hold on. If if like I can see that you know like it makes sense and it made so much sense to me because it's true you know like when I'm most exhausted is when like my body is ready to do what it needs to do to not yeah like carry any more weight again like when we talked at the start about 2020 in general a rough start maybe that's why I'm not so I had my my opinions about it is because I also know that man even in these super tough times I was like, humans are pretty amazing. Yeah, you know we're going to I mean? get better. Yeah, I was like, man, it's not the end. I was like, you got to be kidding if you think this is like the 
the way that we go like you yeah. know we we get destroyed I was yeah. like coronavirus I mean there's like an article like um, the doc like Japanese I think yeah they doctors just, have found they just like found a, like a way to almost yeah, cure like it they've basically gained new information I'm like dude it's been like two weeks man even you know? in UP even yeah, in UP so now I'm, I'm just saying I'm I'm saying it not from the point of it doesn't matter I'm I'm saying it from the point of if if it matters so much we'll figure out a way you know what I mean That's it's not like humans well ever it's not like I've ever seen an example of humans suddenly failing at something that are critical to human life or whatever you know what I mean otherwise we'd be dead already if we failed one of those challenges yeah I just want that to be clear like because that's I think that's something beautiful to observe the the idea that it's not as bad as we think it is isn't to belittle anybody's grief you know or or the situation that anybody is in because actually this is going to the, the, the idea is that these bad times are just going to make us all yeah. that much stronger. I've spoken to this about with like other people. Because I think some people can take my uh, my approach as very like harsh. Or cold. Yeah, but it's not because I think... Heartless. It's not because I don't think it, <laughs> it, it matters or like you said, like trying to belittle your experience. Mm-hmm. But it's I think for the most part, all people have the potential to go beyond the experience that they're talking about right now. I'm like, man... In the greater scheme of things, you'll be better than whatever this moment is trying to to, to define you as. Yeah. There were always so many. Or whatever ex- you think this moment your is limit going is to also, define yeah. you as. Yeah. There were always examples, like even in college, and then like when your classmates are like s- like so stressed about like failing this test because the topics are so mm-hmm. hard, and then a few times I would think to myself, and maybe I've said it to some people, I was like, man. You're in college, meaning you've gone through 12 years of education in the sense that every year there was probably a topic that was like screwing you mm-hmm. over. And the fact that you're here means you got through all of that. So I was like, what is suddenly, what what evidence that you ha- do you have that this is the moment you're going to fail? Yeah. If, you're, if you want to talk numbers, you're 100% success rate because you're still here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like what? What evidence do you have that suddenly this is your limit? Yeah, yeah, and even if you like repeat it, you still passed more times than failed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> yo, I don't get where the sudden I know is the sudden negativity or um def- defeatism uh, def- defeatism. Yeah, yeah. Like, defeatist mindset. Yeah, it's like where it's coming from because it's like I think I think I see it's where it's natural, but I, at the same time I'm like, what? Come yeah. on, man. Okay, but I think it's we might be being a little unfair being like completely shocked by or, you know what I mean yeah like, being what like said, what like that's I think I that's I a don't little be harsh w- yeah it might be a little unfair though because you know like people are gonna feel how they feel and that's part of it you know that is that is an integral part to the process of coping with grief and improving sure. from failure you know what I mean and a lot of this stuff it's not even failure based this was like natural disasters yeah. and like uh well, okay. Oh, people I, like we failed at the the saving the planet sure. in terms of caring for. I, I mean, the sure. Environment. But I think overall, I I love the point that you came to, which is that people overcome. Yeah, I think ve- so. Like uh, on a regular basis, and yes, we've shown behavior that is like not good. You know, we've shown bad behavior, but. The fact of the matter is we've shown good behavior on an equal uh, uh, d- d- scale. And it's like, and 
you got to take the good with the bad because that's that's what it is and um, that's not saying that the bad is acceptable but that the good is also a result of like learning from the bad but i do appreciate that people want to express themselves and and you know express despair express grief but i don't think i think there's a line yeah the line is where you know if it's too much if if you're not going to help just because you're you're wallowing in in like whatever this is then fuck you <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line again I, I i try to qualify my view as much as possible it's like my initial is to push you or to push people because i think they can achieve but at the same time failure is going to happen and that's why i said you have to have a support system or you have to have a disciplined routine to kind of fall back on because those things will happen and you have to figure out a way out of them because i think there is a way out of them not that you'll always succeed mm-hmm. when i said like you you the, the thing about school you probably fail the test i failed the test so i was like where where did my attitude go i think at that point it had crumbled and then you build it back up and then you you become better at it too so it's a it's a weird thing it's a human experience for the most part all these answers are like very self-help book book book-esque <laughs> but man try practicing it you get fucked two two out of three times you'll be like what what advice yep. was this but when it works you're like okay and I, I got i can cling on to this this grain of this hope and then the next time try to reapply it and i'm sure some of you are thinking yeah but it's e- easy for you to say you've you've built up uh, these these patterns of discipline over a long period of time. Well, the fact of the matter is, if you haven't built it up right now, this is probably a good time to start. Yeah. Because that's really what will help to get you through times that you're unfamiliar with. And, but, and it's also like, I mean, it's it's your life. I, I, it's unfortunate maybe that you haven't had the experiences to have built up so even a support system. You didn't. You weren't lucky yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, have it or... Yeah. Or you didn't have the experiences to make you disciplined or feel confident about yourself. But I mean, you could always start it now. It's 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 again super easy to say, but I, I don't know what the other answer could be to say like it's too late. It's not no. a good answer either. No, right? okay. I think I think the I the the thing about people who are are born in unfortunate circumstances where they don't have support systems or or even like access to things that could work as substitutes to those support systems i i feel for those people but i there are also examples of people who have overcome adversity you know like the, the, uh-huh. the people just find a way if you want to get better it's you will find it within you to kind of yeah. figure out also where you have to look i'm not i'm not grading this on an absolute scale uh, in, in the sense like I'm saying to people to try and like you said even if you you weren't lucky enough to have a support system there are examples of people who were able to make it out of it but in reality probably not everyone will make it out of it and I don't think that's makes them bad people I don't yeah. I don't want I don't yeah. and I don't I wouldn't consider those people failures yeah so people who die from like let's say like drug abuse you people like you wasted your life I was yeah. like you was just you know, he he might have been trying. You don't. You never know. Also, yeah. I he, don't want to suddenly say he failed against my absolute standards because, man. I think that's a fa- that's a that's yeah, an important like, thing to articulate. Yeah, that's I, I, that's probably like the, the true empathy that I'm trying to express. It's mm-hmm. not that we're lowering the bar for everyone, but it's like we also understand that things happen along the way. Yeah. 
but at the same life's, time life's complex at the same time I don't want to change the goal because that's not good for us either yeah. you know what I mean if I told a person like okay it's okay not to try hard it's like I understand that the circumstances that would prevent you from it but I don't know I'm nev- never gonna say don't try hard because yeah. it's like well, who does that help yeah you know what I mean that's true um, and you know another thing is the uh, like trying hard working hard I think we we've been pretty strong advocates of that that ma- mamba mentality man yeah if thank, you think about thank it god for like, kobe. yeah thank god for kobe he preached a lot of this stuff yeah i don't i think there was one video where he was basically talking sent a video to a kid who was trying out for his basketball team and even in this message like try hard do your best and then he qua- he said like even if you don't make the team you, you find something else that you love and you try hard at that too so it's like that idea it's not about suddenly trying hard means you're going to be successful but it's the thing you have to keep working towards mm-hmm. and when you stumble or you don't make it even the journey was worth it because mm-hmm. at some point that's all you can really expect from someone to try you know what i mean yeah. you can't expect results yeah and i i mean I, I dare say that a meaningful life uh is in part at least greatly defined by how much effort you put into it yeah <laughs> and i think some sorry the the thing other thing i was trying to get around to saying was you know in those times when we're really like down and we just feel like there's nowhere to go i i've i've only been there maybe two or three times my entire life i've never i've never actually thought of uh killing myself like i've never gotten i've never tried to kill myself you know what i mean i, I i've thought about it one now and then but never like too much detail because i know that's not very healthy but you know in those times when it just feels like you want it all to end i think the 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 and and it feels like wow this is hopeless and we failed and this and that i think the only thing that i can say is just try to move try to move really just try to move and try to make it what you believe is the next correct thing if you've seen this is gonna sound so stupid but god Damn, do I believe this is a good lesson. Frozen 2? <laughs> in Fro- <laughs> I swear to God, there's a song in Frozen 2 called The Next Right Thing where, I'm not going to spoil it, but a lot of shit goes down in Frozen 2, okay? And, and it seems like all is lost. But, you know... The character who is in oh, that like, situation... Uh, uh, Olaf overdose. Holy fuck, Olaf! <laughs> Damn, sir. Fuck. Oh, love. <laughs> but, but seriously, the character who was in that dire situation just sang about doing the next right thing. And I really appreciated that message because it's true. When you really feel like your whole world has changed, your whole world has exploded around you, are, are you just going to give up or are you going to just try and do whatever in the smallest way, the next right thing that you can yeah. do? I thought that was beautiful. Fro- if you have not seen Frozen 2, I have not. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> it's like Car Stewart. It's completely different. It's, all, <laughs> it's, it's a about, spy movie. It's about Olaf as a spy. Damn. No, this no, Frozen it, 2 is so well real done. good. It's so well. It's such a good movie for healing, in the words of Javier Pascual. Ah, yeah. It's damn. a good movie for healing. Yeah, I, I, we, I don't want to. Don't try to sound preachy. I don't got all the answers. Yeah, no. For you. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, hell it's yeah. just. Just go, it's you know talking about it is just for me like really enjoyable because it's like you know what you gotta f- 
push yourselves to find answers to hard questions sometimes. Yeah, and talking about it for me, like I have all these words inside of my mind, but I don't know what I actually mean until I say them out loud. And when we talk about things like this, you know, these things matter. I, these things do yeah. matter. And, you know, I want our, uh, like you guys, our listeners, to to think about these things too. You might not agree with us. That's totally fine. But That's why you know, we have think a whole ab- segment about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the thinking block, not the our opinion is correct block. <laughs> but um, please think about these things. And, uh, you know, if you have thoughts about them, send them over. Talk to us. Holla at your homies. <laughs> um and man you just gotta you just gotta try nothing we just gotta try nothing, we just gotta try nothing's promised yeah. to you in this world but at the same time it's like man you only get one life yeah so i was like i don't want to spend majority of the time feeling down about it agreed. as much as possible agreed and you know if you like so i work towards that yeah That's so good. and you know me i do feel down a lot of the time about life but even though i do feel that way i still try to make the most of my situation like every day i get up maybe i feel like shit but you know i know that if i take a bath put on some new underwear that (laughs) the day will probably start off better than i feel when i just get up (laughs) (laughs) maybe sometimes it doesn't like honestly sometimes it doesn't i think i think mine is more of like sometimes i feel like shit but i was like it doesn't really matter. I feel like shit. Yeah, the words gonna keep going yeah, that's on. Right. Stuff, <laughs> stuff still gotta get done. That's really how I usually see yeah. things. I'm like, they're like, oh, how do you? People ask me like, how you stay in a job so long? Because I've been at my job mm-hmm. for more than two years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit's just gotta get done. You know. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, they're like, don't you feel trapped? Trapped? Or like, <laughs> I was like, it doesn't really no. matter. No, because I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. Was, I'm joking. No, 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 no. no. I'm just messing with you. I was just like, to me, I was like, it's not. I was like. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I could feel about, I could feel that way, but I was like, it doesn't really help me yeah. to to suddenly feel shitty at my job. Yeah, and so it's, it's like I can decide outside to to move. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't help anyone if I complain. But yeah, 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 basically, it's like you know what, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to put one foot in front of the other, and whatever makes it better or easier mm-hmm. is probably the way to go. You know what? You know what analogy I l- or metaphor I love plugging away where it's like uh it's like you you just keep taking out the plug and putting it where the light is on and then you plug it there uh-huh. <laughs> because it's like i don't really know what the point of all of this is but i know that i have to do that <laughs> and if i just keep doing this i'll probably figure out what the rest of this means or maybe i don't but who cares because at least i'm doing something that i know has to be done yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the discipline part. I think that's overlooked now in the millennial age. Again, don't want to sound preachy. We are millennials, <laughs> but it's true. No, yeah, but it's I, true. It's but basically, true. when I when I when I get see like so much, so much emotional reactions, I'm like, those are those are valid, but you know, there are things bigger than your emotions too. True. Hey. There are things. Hey. That can you can you press the thing? Can you press the thing? Check. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I just wanted to say that without being callous. It's like yeah. emotions are valid and they matter, yeah. but they're not the only things that make things important. Important. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. That's a true fact right there. 
Um, I think we've we've talked your ear off enough about this. You guys uh, who don't agree with us are probably turning this off already. Are <laughs> they gone? They're like, what yeah. the fuck? Man, they, fuck these guys! I didn't come here for no lesson. <laughs> you, why are you my parents? Dude, fuck we're not y'all. we're not trying to tell you how to live. Like I was just asking questions. Mark was giving his answers, and I was saying that I agreed with some things. I said I disagreed with some <laughs> things. Geez, it's not always about you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for you who are still here, hopefully you got, you got something. something yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you did. Be- <laughs> be- not because what we did was so good, but because we honestly, we have some smart listeners. <laughs> yeah, the like ones, you, you figured this shot yeah, yourself. The ones, the ones who approach us saying like, yo, I really like. It's like, honestly, we didn't do much. Like, you, you're the one who's finding value in this. So, uh, Like I said, man, humans are way more amazing than they give themselves credit for it's true it's true but you know we, we all are better than we give ourselves credit for i think except for the people who give themselves too much credit <laughs> <laughs> to you i say uh good luck let's <laughs> <laughs> go bite you in the ass yeah one day or another my friend <laughs> Ooh, the other shoe's gonna drop <laughs> all right um i think that's all we got before we go, I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. Uh, I will be playing in Route 169 on... 196? 196? I don't know. I think it's 169. 196. 619. It's Route 619. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Route. I'll be playing in Route along Katipunan Avenue. If you know it, uh, check it out. We'll be, I'll be there, not Mark. Um, on the 14th, that's Friday next week. The uh, set time that I requested is 9.30. Let's see if I get that. That'll probably be around 9.30 or 10-ish. But try and be there by 9.30 if you want to catch me do a solo set. Um, yeah, and before we go, I just wanted to say, please, if you get the chance, if you haven't yet, leave us a rating. Don't have to say anything. Just give us those five stars. How do you rate? Uh, on Spotify, you can... Uh, there's like a three-dot option on the top right corner when you click on a podcast page. Yeah, I'm just telling yeah. making sure they know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and on uh, Apple, I, I Apple Podcasts, <laughs> you just go to the podcast page as well. You'll see a small button there on the lower left or right that says uh, uh, leave a review. Yeah, it helps us a lot. Gives us more visibility. Maybe get us some sponsors. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, that being said, keep working hard, people. We out here. Happy 2020. Welcome back. Season 2, baby. This, no, it's always. this podcast was sponsored by our blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is Clau. This was Mark. Peace out, baby. Go see Fasai. <laughs> Watch Frozen 2. <laughs> I don't think I even pronounced that correctly. <laughs> I dishonor my race. Bye.